Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Chris Wagenti, and this is Who Gets It Naturally? Music was composed and performed by V. Caritis. I'm not selling anything, diagnosing anything, offering any cures, or replacing your doctor. I'm just sharing my passion for natural products. If you're pregnant, please consult your doctor before trying anything new. Everyone is different, so you may need to tweak the recipes a bit to work for you. Always start with the least amount of essential oils. You can always add, you can't take away. Remember, these remedies don't last forever. You need to reapply as needed. If you are allergic to any of the ingredients I use, please substitute for something you're not allergic to. Just because it's natural doesn't mean you can't be allergic to it. Okay, first, shout out to new listeners in Atlanta, Georgia, and Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks for listening and downloading. Okay, so someone asked me about mushrooms. Thanks, Tammy. I don't know if I would have delved into mushrooms on my own, and it's been very interesting and very educational. Talk about a broad topic. There are thousands of varieties of mushrooms in all different colors, shapes, and sizes. Not all are edible. Some are wild, some are poisonous, and some are magic. They've been a culinary staple for thousands of years and used as medicine in Asian countries just as long. The Greeks believed they gave warriors strength. The Romans called them food of the gods. Chinese culture considers them elixirs of life. Magic mushrooms and other hallucinogens have been used in spiritual rituals in the Americas for hundreds of years. Cave paintings all over the world from as far back as 6000 BC are believed to have been painted during a mushroom trip due to the vivid, colorful depictions of heaven and hell. Where to start? Okay, how about with the poisonous ones? Okay, I can't stress this enough. Don't go out picking your own mushrooms unless you've been trained to properly identify the types of mushrooms you come across. Poisonous mushrooms resemble edible mushrooms. Some of the deadliest mushrooms are autumn skullcaps, destroying angels, deadly dapperlings, death caps, deadly web caps, and fool's web caps. There are many misconceptions regarding poisonous mushrooms. For instance, your first thought might have been that all red or brightly colored mushrooms are poisonous. Not necessarily. Fly agaric mushrooms can be bright red, orange, or yellow. While fly agarics can be rendered relatively non-toxic, they can cause respiratory depression resulting in death. Besides being toxic raw, they also cause hallucinations. With so many other mushrooms to eat for a trip, why risk messing around with these? Destroying angels are white. Other poisonous species are brown. Some edible species are brightly colored. We may have heard that animals and insects instinctively stay away from toxic mushrooms. Not so. Death caps are often infested with insect larvae. Contrary to popular belief, mushroom toxins do not react with silver, so they won't make silver turn black. While some otherwise inedible species can be made safe to eat by cooking, parboiling or partial cooking, drying, pickling, or some other special preparation, many toxic species can't be made non-toxic. Let me say that again. Many toxic species can't be made non-toxic, including amatoxins found in death caps, European destroying angels, and American destroying angels. These are the most deadly 
which are not neutralized when cooked. While on the subject, poisonous mushrooms won't turn red when boiled. You also can't tell a poisonous mushroom by the type of cap it has, pointed versus flat and round. There's many deadly species that look like edible ones. Not knowing the slight differences can be a costly mistake. Symptoms range from gastrointestinal discomfort to death. The various toxins contained in poisonous mushrooms can cause symptoms including upset stomach, vomiting, diarrhea, liver and kidney failure, brain damage, seizures, hemolysis, metabolic poisoning, and can even affect the central nervous system and the vascular system to the point of causing loss of limbs and or cardiac arrest. That doesn't include some of the gross symptoms like peeling skin. While most symptoms will appear in as little as 15 minutes after ingestion, some can take as long as three weeks to surface. One toxin, corpine, causes illness when mixed with alcohol, and not just while you're eating them. Drinking alcohol a few hours before up to a few days after eating a mushroom containing this toxin can be dangerous. One toxin found in some poisonous mushrooms, muscarine, causes sludge syndrome. Sludge is a mnemonic for cholinergic crisis and stands for salivation, lacrimation, urination, defecation, gastrointestinal distress, and emesis. From the bit I've read, yes, it's as disgusting as it sounds and can cause death. Mushrooms aren't the only way to be afflicted with sludge. It can also be a consequence of excessive exposure to nerve agents like sarin gas or organophosphorus insecticides and other chemicals. My cousin and her daughter are into the gross and morbid side of life. God bless them because somebody's got to do it. If you're good with the gross details, more power to you. There's plenty of research on sludge syndrome if you want to learn the specifics. Silver lining, there is an antidote, atropine. The majority of deaths caused by poisonous mushrooms is due to mistaken identity. At the very least, if you're not absolutely 100% sure the mushroom is edible, don't touch it. Just like people, mushrooms are very different. Some contain a little toxins, Some contain more. Some poisonings can be treated. Others, their symptoms can be treated, but the death rate from them is high. The length of time between ingestion and death even varies between a few days and a few weeks. There's also a chance you can have an allergic reaction to one type of mushroom, but not others. There's lots of information available on poisonous mushrooms, how the toxins can harm you, and how to safely pick mushrooms on your own if you're so inclined. Science Direct and National Institute of Health have many articles if you want to find out how exactly the toxins can destroy your liver by killing cells. You know, light reading. Okay, let's leave the morbid and move into the edible. Some edible species you are probably familiar with are button, portobello, shiitake, and criminy. Others include babelate, black trumpet, caesars, cauliflower, chanterelle, which are yellow, Chicken of the woods, which are shades of orange and yellow, common in cap, crab brittle gill, anoki, field, gypsy, honey fungus, lion's mane, maitake, morel, and matsutake, just to name a few. According to the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health website at www.hsph.org, 
harvard.edu slash nutrition source slash food hyphen features slash mushrooms slash quotes and often underappreciated food mushrooms have been eaten and used as medicine for thousands of years traditional and folk medicine practitioners laud the bell-shaped fungi for their healing and cleansing properties all varieties of mushrooms are low in calories and fat and contain modest amounts of fiber and various nutrients Perhaps the more interesting properties of mushrooms are their non-nutritive plant substances, polysaccharides, indoles, polyphenols, and carotenoids, in which cell and animal studies have shown antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and anti-cancer effects. Mushrooms are also recognized by chefs for their ability to create rich, savory flavors called umami, thanks to the presence of an amino acid called glutamate which is also found in meats, fish, cheeses, and simmering soups. Although considered a vegetable, mushrooms are neither a plant nor an animal food. They are a type of fungus that contains a substance called ergosterol, similar in structure to cholesterol in animals. Ergosterol can be transformed into vitamin D with exposure to ultraviolet light. Mushrooms vary in appearance with more than 10,000 known types, but generally, they are distinguished by a stem, fleshy rounded cap, and gills underneath the cap. China and the U.S. are among the top five producers of mushrooms worldwide. End quote. Mushrooms have the ability to increase their vitamin D levels through exposure to UV light or sunlight. According to the Mushroom Council's website at www.mushroomcouncil.com slash nutrition slash benefits hyphen nutrients slash Quote, the sun is the most common producer of vitamin D as the ultraviolet or UV rays from sunlight strike the skin and trigger vitamin D synthesis. Mushroom farmers took note and began exposing their mushrooms to UV light during the growing process, increasing the overall vitamin D content. Some varieties, such as Crimini and Portobello, contain higher levels of the plant sterol ergosterol, which converts to vitamin D upon exposure to UV light and, in turn, results in a higher amount of vitamin D. End quote. Besides vitamin D, mushrooms are high in fiber, B vitamins, phosphorus, selenium, copper, and potassium. Some health benefits of edible mushrooms include fighting cancer cell growth, boosting immune function, protecting heart health, enhancing energy levels, supporting weight loss, promoting brain function, strengthening bones, and supporting reproductive health and fertility. Mushrooms are naturally low in sodium and are savory, which reduces the need to add salt. This can aid in lowering high blood pressure. They can help lower cholesterol as a meat substitute. Even replacing a portion of meat with mushrooms can help. You can even grill portobellos marinated in your favorite sauce to replace a burger or even a steak. Some of the top medicinal mushrooms are lion's mane, which supports healthy brain function and neuron generation. Reishi, which supports sleep in the immune system. Cordyceps, which improves lung capacity and increases energy. Chaga, which helps digestion and protects skin. Turkey tail, which boosts the immune system. Shiitake, which supports the cardiovascular system. Maitake, which also helps immune function and helps maintain blood pressure. And button, which also supports the cardiovascular system and supplies a lot of vitamin D. The paper, Edible Mushrooms, Improving Human Health and Promoting Quality Life, 
published online and found at www.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov slash pmc slash articles slash pmc4320875 slash states that, quote, many nutraceutical properties are described in mushrooms such as prevention or treatment of Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, hypertension, and high risk of stroke. They are also utilized to reduce the likelihood of cancer invasion and metastasis due to antitumoral attributes. Mushrooms act as antibacterial, immune system enhancer, and cholesterol-lowering agents. Additionally, they are important sources of bioactive compounds. As a result of these properties, some mushroom extracts are used to promote human health and are found as dietary supplements, end quote. Mushrooms should be stored in the fridge, preferably in a brown paper bag with the top open, as opposed to the cardboard crate and plastic wrap they come in at the supermarket. Since they are 80 to 90% water, don't freeze them. You can end up with a mushy mess when you defrost them. They shouldn't be cleaned until just before use. Run them under a soft stream of water and gently rub away any dirt. Cooking them in high boiling water will leach out the water-soluble nutrients. It's best to cook them in a low simmer, like for soups and stews, or to saute them in olive oil. Just keep in mind that sautéing in high heat with an oil will leach out the fat-soluble nutrients like vitamin D. Edible mushrooms can also be found in supplement form, especially the not-so-popular edible species. A few things to remember. If you are going to look for the not-so-popular species, or even some of the popular species in the wild, know what you are looking for. Many deadly mushrooms resemble edible mushrooms. Mushrooms are a fungus. If you're going to try a species you've never eaten before, take it slow. Try a small piece of the cap and wait a few hours to make sure you don't have a negative reaction. Some mushrooms that have a small amount of toxicity in them can be neutralized, but they still can induce an allergic reaction. I do want to touch on truffles. Are truffles a fungus? Yes. So they're in the mushroom family? No. Truffles and mushrooms are not related. The fact that they are a fungus is pretty much the only similarity, and that you can eat them. Well, some of them. Truffles grow underground, and mushrooms grow above ground. Edible mushrooms are cultivated. Truffles can't be cultivated. Cooking truffles destroys their characteristic flavor and aroma. Because they can't be cultivated and just appear wherever, whenever, they're considered a delicacy. Okay, you know that mushroom with a red cap and white dots all over it? You know, the one that made Alice either small or tall, depending on which side she took a bite from? That is a fly agaric. I mentioned it earlier. It's not a magic mushroom, it's a poisonous mushroom. Magic mushrooms contain a substance called psilocybin. This is what makes them magic. Actually, magic mushroom and psilocybin are synonymous. Before I dig into the magic mushrooms, I want to say that I am not condoning the use of them in any way. There are several species including blueminis, golden tops, and the most popular liberty caps. Same rules apply. Poisonous mushrooms look like magic mushrooms, so you need to know what you're looking at. The hard part here is that magic mushrooms are illegal all over the world, so they aren't cultivated anywhere. Well, not legally anyway. 
Back in the 50s and 60s, research was being done on the effects of hallucinogens, and then they were abruptly banned. In the U.S., psilocybin is classified as a Schedule I substance, which means it has no currently accepted medical use and a high potential for abuse. That is starting to change. There are over 180 mushroom species that contain psilocybin. Psilocybin can be manufactured. The amount of psilocybin in each species varies, just as it can vary within a species. Tribes native to North and South America used psilocybin in many spiritual rituals because the effect of it is said to open your mind. They're eaten fresh, dried, cooked, or brewed in a tea. Again, fresh mushrooms need to be gathered by someone who knows what they are looking for. If you get them from a supplier, it should be someone you trust. Sometimes dried magic mushrooms are ground into a powder and smoked by adding them to pot, marijuana, cannabis, whatever you want to call it. Like with everything else, they will affect everyone differently for various reasons. Size, weight, health, amount of psilocybin in the mushrooms, amount taken, and any other drugs or alcohol taken at the same time. Note, this is a huge mistake. Mixing drugs with any hallucinogen is extremely risky. You don't know how they're going to interact with each other or what they're going to do to you. The trip doesn't start for about 30 minutes after ingesting the psilocybin and can last for about six hours. If you drink it as a tea or in soup, the trip can start within 5 to 10 minutes. You can experience euphoria, well-being, a change in consciousness, mood, thought, or perception. Your pupils will dilate. You can see and hear things that aren't there. You can experience stomach discomfort and nausea, headaches, some of which can last a day or so after you come down, irregular heartbeat, increased body temperature, quick breathing, vomiting, feeling of flesh, sweat, and get the chills. And if you ingest too much, you can experience agitation, vomiting, diarrhea, muscle weakness, panic, paranoia, psychosis, seizures, and in extreme cases, coma. A bad trip can include unpleasant or intense hallucinations, anxiety, paranoia, panic, and fear. After experience a psychedelic trip, you can experience exhaustion, depression, and anxiety. A flashback could happen at any time, weeks, months, or even years after a trip. It could be brought on by other drug use, stress, tiredness, or exercise. There are several controllable factors to aid in having a good trip versus a bad one. First is the mood you're in before ingesting the shroom. Next, your state of mind previous experiences and expectations. Stress or anxiety prior to ingestion could lead to a bad trip. You also want to be in the right setting, someplace known and comfortable with friends you trust. Being inside or outside, the music playing and the lighting all could affect the type of trip you experience. If you're going to experiment, it would be a good idea to have a trip sitter, a trusted person to stay through the whole experience to keep an eye on you. Calm you down if you start to freak, bring you back to reality if your hallucination gets too out there, and to kill the high if necessary. Now this can be done supposedly by eating sugary food and drinks like sweets, carbohydrates, and fruit juices. It's a good idea to have these things on hand within reach. If needed, it can't hurt. Continued use of psilocybin can develop a tolerance to it. 
not using it for a month or so will deplete the tolerance. Okay, now to really blow your minds. Several U.S. cities have passed laws decriminalizing magic mushrooms, not legalizing them, just not prosecuting people for possession and use. Denver, Seattle, Oakland, Santa Cruz, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Washington, D.C., to name a few, and the entire state of Oregon. In 2000, a group of researchers at Johns Hopkins was the first to obtain regulatory approval to resume research with psychedelics in healthy volunteers who had no previous experience with psychedelics. According to www.hopkinsmedicine.org, quote, The Johns Hopkins Center for Psychedelic and Consciousness Research is leading the way in exploring innovative treatments using psilocybin. The molecular structure of psilocybin, a naturally occurring psychedelic compound found in magic mushrooms, allows it to penetrate the central nervous system and the scientific and medical experts are just beginning to understand its effects on the brain and mind and its potential use as therapeutics for mental illnesses. Backed by $17 million of funding, researchers build on previous work and expand research on psychedelics for illness and wellness, one, to develop new treatments for a wider variety of psychiatric and behavioral disorders with the aspiration of treatments tailored to the specific needs of individual patients, and two, to expand research in healthy volunteers with the ultimate aspiration of opening new ways to support human thriving, end quote. Huh. Research is being done on using magic mushrooms or psilocybin to treat alcohol abuse, depression, tobacco addiction, yes, hope you quit smoking, anxiety in people with life-threatening cancer, anorexia, and other mental and behavioral health disorders. Results are showing success in helping longtime smokers who have tried everything else to quit and failed quit. A substantial majority of people suffering cancer-related anxiety or depression have found considerable relief for up to six months from a single large dose of psilocybin. Over 300 people with alcohol use disorder reported reducing or abstaining alcohol use after taking a psychedelic drug such as psilocybin, LSD, or DMT. Previous studies by Johns Hopkins showed patients with major depressive disorder found relief with psilocybin for up to a month. How? By using microdoses. Small amounts seem to be just enough for the brain to trigger openness and create new connections in a positive manner. Kind of like essential oils, use as little as possible. This is not something to self-prescribe. I need to repeat that. This is not something to try on your own. These results are being found under controlled testing. More testing needs to be done before anything definitive can be stated but early results are promising. Mushrooms are a broad topic. When you decide to dive into studies on your own, be specific on what you're looking for. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to email me at vobygypsy at usa.com. You can follow me on X and Instagram at vobygypsy or LinkedIn, search either Chris Wagenti, Who Gets It Naturally, or voiceovers by Gypsy. Please download this episode and make Who Gets It Naturally a favorite on your preferred channel so you don't miss an episode. You can buy me a coffee or get a membership at www.buymeacoffee.com 
slash theobygypsy4. Thanks for your support and for listening. The next episode will be published on Sunday, October 1st.